Hey guys, it is the Raw Wrap-Up. That's Mike Sorg, at Sorgatron on the Twitters. Here in Pittsburgh, PA, in the lovely Mayhem Studios with me on the line. He's joining us from uh, Corpus Christi, Texas. He's the voice of Inspire Pro Wrestling. It's Eamon. Hello, Sorgatron. Glad Hello. to join you How late you on this Monday night. Thank you for joining me, especially since I don't know what happened to Mike. So, uh, so, so here we are. Hi. Uh, so raw happened tonight. Now you gotta forgive me. I I was watching raw. I was very deep into uh, Virgil Town at the time, uh, editing <laughs> uh, this this, this uh, wonderful feature that's going to be released next week from JoeDombrowski dot com. So there's that. Uh, so 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 bear with me if I I didn't catch any nuances tonight. But I gotta say, Undertaker and uh, Brock Lesnar, I'm in, and, and it's mm-hmm. a surprise they're doing this for SummerSlam. That Taker's in as good shape that he can do a second match this year, uh, and, and, and it makes me it makes me wonder and feel because I, I think they I think WWE really wants SummerSlam to be uh, WrestleMania Part Two at this point, and I think they're building to that. Um, and with the, with the move with a lot of stuff they're doing that weekend, um, th- this is this is obviously the marquee match of this year. Do you do you get the same feeling? I do. Um, I do. I was very skeptical coming off of Sunday. Mm-hmm. But I will say everything that happened tonight on Raw really just solidified it for me. Um, I, I think just the, just the whole just the spectacle of that giant brawl and Taker looking like looking good like like I, you know take the Bray Wyatt feud and you kind of like we didn't ever see him on television at all like you know he and now he's on TV and he's being active and he's getting in these giant pull apart crazy brawls like you know I I, I really it makes me excited. For what's to come, it definitely, it definitely, uh, I it felt very attitude era to me tonight, which I loved. You know that we had so much uh, interactivity. They got the entire roster involved in, in this poll part. It just felt so great and grand and big. Uh, uh, Mad Mike joins us from Poughkeepsie, New York, on the line as well. Had a little trouble with his invite. Uh, what do you think about the Undertaker situation, good sir? Uh, well, I, I like the, I like that we're getting Taker and Brock again. Um, I hope that Brock can avoid giving the Undertaker a concussion five minutes into the match at SummerSlam. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I will always appreciate Taker coming back. And Taker coming back for a big spectacle in Brooklyn, that's going to be a good time. I, I And plus, if you weren't sold on this match, Paul Heyman sure sold you on it. And if Paul Heyman didn't sell you on it, the... Two segment pull apart brawl right after that, sure as hell did. Oh, it certainly did. I, I'm just like, oh, there's he's gonna come out and talk, and like really, uh, they've talked me into, they've talked me into the match between just Undertaker Heyman. I'm good, and then we did all this. Now we may not have either one of them basically until SummerSlam at this point, which would kind of be okay. Well, I could see, I could see Triple H and Stephanie saying like. It's a mandate that they are not allowed on Raw uh-huh. because of what happened. Like you bring them back the week before for the official contract signing. Mm-hmm. That's all you have to do. That's all you have to do. You can keep them away for four weeks. Bring them back the Monday before. Boom, contract signing, and then you're off again. That was nice. Wheels is in the uh, in the Q and A. If you guys join us here live with the uh, whenever we're doing this Google Hangout, we have a Q and A app you can click on on the video. And uh, he says, uh, "Did Undertaker say resurrection? They do have a show this weekend. 
uh, called Resurrection. So it's good that uh, Mr. Taker got a plug-in for you guys at the RWA, rwalive.com. So we'll throw that out to them out there. But anyways, uh, uh, going back to this, I am so glad that somebody's listening and somebody did the right thing here and we did have two Divas matches. With as many girls as they have involved, you cannot get away with one segment, and holy crap, we got two of them tonight. Mm-hmm. And two significant ones. And, and, and great ones. matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was very impressed by both. Um, we got two Divas matches, which is a good step. We got two lengthy Divas matches, which is a good step. Um, I think the next step, and obviously they can't do this step immediately, but there needs. I would love to just see multiple women's feuds going on. Well, right they're, now, kind of, they're kind of are. Yeah, but right now it just seems to be revolving around no, no, it's three it, against these three against these. No, yeah. no, Eamon, I'm talking about Summer Rae and Lana. I I wasn't counting that. But I am. They they were in the main event of Raw. They were, but they weren't. They're not a part. They're not going to be involved in. Like Lana's not going to be. Yeah, but. But that's what you want. You want two separate things going on. Like yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a step in the right direction. Okay, okay, I can see that. I can see that. And, and there are two girls that we are pretty sure. Well, Summer Rae, of course, but uh, a lot of can't wrestle, right? Like she has, like she's, she's not training at the performance center. In that. Okay, yeah. okay. So so if they needed to throw her in, maybe they do a mixed tag or something at SummerSlam, and um, and I think that's when my red, white, and blue bikini is going to happen, guys. I'm just mm-hmm. saying. Yeah, sure. that, that's, re- that's the reason I didn't include it because I don't know if like a, uh, a match where we're hoping it ends in a bikini thing and it involves like a lot of cat fight stuff really should well, be including like you a know what this is the one time I I just think I you know I'm not big on the uh, uh, bikini contest pillow fight crap that we've seen in in years past but I think is this is the one storyline that does deserve a bikini a a a, a, a American flag bikini to end the thing. It just makes sense at this point, right? Yeah, yeah I would say so. So, and plus, if you look just... at like Lana on Instagram after Rusev, she's totally been embracing her American ways. I uh, like they've been pushing that. They've been pushing toward oh, that. I've been American seeing you. Way. I've been seeing you on the Instagrams there, Lana. The how do I look without my makeup? Uh, that's that's yeah. Well, we're appreciating that right there. Anyways, um, so so back to see great wrestling. Uh, the women's wrestlers. Uh, I, I still feel like this is just going to be a giant, some big match with everybody involved. I hope not. I hope we actually, probably a three-way in the end for the belt, I would guess. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, like, Charlotte and Sasha. Sasha? Sasha. Sasha. Yes. Char Char and Sasha. Char Char and Sasha. I mean... I do like the idea of Charlotte kind of breaking out in that group. Because we had Paige take the loss in the tag team match. I like the idea of maybe like turning Paige heel in a sense and being like, you know, I led this revolution and Charlotte and Becky kind of taking her like glory in a sense. Mm-hmm. Like that could be interesting. Like that could be a storyline going forward. But uh, like, is it out of the realm of possibilities to have two Divas matches on SummerSlam? At this point, no. Last year. Oh yeah, I guess there, yeah, I guess there was. There was Brie and Stephanie and uh, the title, the title match. match. Okay, so yeah, I mean, because you could have um, Nikki, uh, Charlotte, and Sasha for the women's title, and then have like uh, Paige and Becky versus Brie and Alicia Fox. 
toss them back a second. We got an early candidate for what I learned from, on uh, Raw this week. Uh, I learned that Raw locker rooms about as effective of restraining Brock and Undertaker as the Japanese military fighting Godzilla. And that's from uh, Ed Burke 37 over there on the Twitter. Thank you for that, Ed. I just so. felt really bad for Bo Dallas during all of that. He was. He was like <laughs> single-handedly holding back Brock, the poor, poor guy. <laughs> all right, all right. I thought Brock was literally going to step on him Jurassic Park style. All right, now this is the part, I, and I, I don't want you guys to get too heated. I, 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 maybe this will be something that's uh, more of a conversation uh, tomorrow night on the Wrestling Mayhem Show proper. But uh, we do have uh, Seth Rollins. Of course, we waited till hour three for him to come out and gloat after the monsters have left the building. Uh, which, you know, <laughs> you knew it was coming, and uh, we had it, and then we had the interruption. Because who's going to come out and challenge Seth? Uh, Dean Ambrose and Reigns are involved with the Wyatts, you know, which was good. I think everybody was great uh -huh. when they were trios. I think we'll have some fun tag matches with those guys. You know, I think it'll be a little more dynamic with uh, Dean Ambrose involved and not disappearing after, after, after you know, Reigns shows up. Maybe uh, less of a chance of exploding TVs. Maybe less of a chance of exploding TVs. But uh, we did have... who Who's going to come out and shut up Seth? John Sting? Cena. Oh. No. John Cena. John Cena. Yeah, the uh, the minute Seth started mentioning stuff about champions and him being like the top champion, I, I had an idea of what was going to happen. And I think I kind of vocalized it in the hangout that we were watching. And I think maybe it was Mike that was like, no, nah, that probably won't happen. I was and hoping for Sting. I was hoping. Hoping and praying for Sting. Really Sting? You really think yes. Sting would have happened? No. Yes. No. Yeah, why not? Sting, the reason Sting came back was injustice. That's mm. true. Sting's that's, that's, got a lot, a lot of motivation. Yeah, and plus, Sting lost to Triple H. This is Triple H's golden boy. And then shook his hand, which just kind of killed everything. Yeah. yeah. Although there's a lot of that match. That match, uh, I'm sorry, off on a tangent, but that match was almost, while entertaining, very entertaining, was almost as bad, I guess you could say logically, as the Bret Hart family versus Vince McMahon. It was. <laughs> it was just like, here's all my buddies! Mm -hmm. Great yeah. for the cameos, great for what what happened in there, but just wasn't a good match. It should so. it should have been the, the end of an MSG house show with a cage match. That's what that should have been. <laughs> it, should have been. it should have been, and we should have watched the entire thing on Instagram. Uh, but anyways, so, so I mean, I know you guys have, you're having your John Cena issues, and I, but I really think it's just, uh, we've been building on this. We've had John Cena doing his thing over here, we have uh, uh, Rollins doing his thing over here, and Slimy getting through, and, and now he doesn't have any authority, and it's just him, and he gets to have John Cena. I think this is the best possible outcome. Win or lose, Seth Rollins is going to look amazing in there against John Cena, or since this is not going to be the headliner, I think Seth gets away with it. Nope. I, I, don't, I don't think it's as definitive. I'm not going to say it can't happen, but I don't think it's as definitive of saying Seth's going to look good no matter what. Mm. Um, because I'm sorry, I, 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 no matter what I thought of the Brock Taker thing at Battlegrounds, I did think Seth looked really bad after that. Because he was, you know, it's one thing if, it, okay, he wants to be a coward. I get that part of his character is being a coward. But, you know, he was a coward in that Royal Rumble triple threat match, but he still came off looking great. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, my I, issue, and I don't have a, Sorry, I don't have an issue with John Cena as a person 
or even as, like uh, like we mentioned, not even as an in-ring performer because his matches have been delivering as of late. Um, but they constantly create this... The biggest problems with John Cena are the way he is portrayed in feuds like these. My biggest issue with tonight was the promo he cut on, on Seth Rollins with the basic basis of it being just calling Seth Rollins a joke, saying that he's nobody, and then basically anytime Seth would retort, he would like laugh in his face and, and do whatever. Like He treated Seth like he was nothing. And if you are going into a match with nothing, what does it, you know, if you beat him, who cares? Yeah, I mean, right, right. We'll see what happens. But basically, what needs to happen now is uh, Raw has to be lined up that Seth is shown as an individual threat against John Cena. That's the big, that's what's got to happen. You mm -hmm. have to make us believe that Seth's a threat. Seth didn't even have a match tonight, did he? He nope. didn't. Interesting, very interesting, and we did have a uh, six-man tag at the end, and, and and we talked about a little bit uh, uh, at the end of the, the our, our personal hangout. Uh, there was a lot going on in that that six-man tag, a lot of match. I know there's, uh, you know, we kind of, you guys kind of created the scenario of uh, what about a Kevin uh, Kevin Owens well, versus Sheamus for the Money sword. in the Bank, the ladies, what? We should we should clarify. There was a lot going on on the heel side of that match. <laughs> On the face side, there was legitimately nothing going on. <laughs> like, Randy Orton I didn't even interfere to help his side during the match. The, the heels imploded because Rusev has a storyline, Kevin Owens has a storyline, and Sheamus has a briefcase. <laughs> like, the faces did not have anything to do with that match. You're saying that the ring... The ring was off kilter because of the weight of the storylines on this side, and yes. that's what threw out out uh, the wazzy hoozits of the match balance. Yes, and then you know the man who said this is how a champion should act, John Cena, led a three-on-one assault against a man who had already been in the ring for ten minutes. Because man. that's no different than what Rollins has been doing, you know, with. J and J security and Kane attacking Brock Lesnar. It's yeah, no listen. different at all, you guys. It's it with really the, isn't. It's like I didn't even think about it before Mike brought it up, but it really is no different. It's no different. I, I I again go back to Hulk Hogan was the biggest heel in the business but all the Ford, whole time. This is not the eighties. No, is it isn't. No, it isn't. But John Cena is the Hulk Hogan of this era. So I mean, Hulk, I mean, they're not like they're not perfect. They're still they're still fighters. So I think that needs to be not forgotten in, in this Rusev kind of situation. Was the baby face in that match? He was. He was. And I think in the end, your three on one against Rusev is just a metaphor for U.S. foreign policy. They're trying to make a statement <laughs> at the end of that uh, of that Monday Night Raw. Well, and, we'll have a lot. And, and that's why Cesaro almost didn't take part because the Swiss are neutral. Exactly. <laughs> so that's why he was the middleman there. Uh, but anyways, uh, we, we'll have some more thoughts, have some more fun. Maybe we'll generate a new t-shirt out tomorrow night's show, live.sorgatronmedia.com or live.wrestlingmayhemshow.com at 9 p.m. Eastern time. And about 11 p.m. we'll do the Indie Mayhem show, and we have, I think, in studio, I forgot to message her tonight. We'll get her in the morning. Brittany uh, from the IWC, who will be debuting here in a couple weeks in a mixed tag match at Proving Grounds. Uh, so we got Lady Wrestler uh, in in the studio. I got freshen things up a little bit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We need the ladies' touchdown here. 
get rid of my little fat Ninja Turtle and uh, and something and a lot lot of other things. You need but anyway, out the stench of smell, delicious slice on Broadway sword. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, uh, go check everything out. WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Thanks to Slice on Broadway for supporting things. Support us at patreoncom show. Thank you for everybody that does that. Uh, ProWrestlingTees.com/WMS. Spreadshirt shop. Got the link over at WrestlingMayhemShow.com and find all the links at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. At Mad Mike 4883 is the resident uh, former WWE uh, employee. Uh, and Eamon, the voice, at Eamon to please, the voice of Inspire Pro Wrestling. I am Sorgatron. I don't have a title that I can think of. What's What should I be? Master of Ceremonies. Master of Ceremonies for this First tonight. First Galactic Cast podcast host. Leader of Sorgatron Media. Ten years in the game. You can't F with this. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks for joining us for the wrap-up.